Hello guys and welcome to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. I have a little bit of a fun one tonight. Me and my good friend Mia have been quite literally playing Bratz doll for the past, (laughs) I don't even know, five hours in my apartment running around and just creating content and putting on all of the pink, sparkly, fluffy cheetah print things. Um, and yeah, we sat down, we started having some really good conversation and we thought that we would record a little podcast. So I have a guest with me today. Everyone welcome Mia Phoenix. Hello. 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 So happy to be here. Yeah. I'm so excited you're here and yeah. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about who you are? Sure. So I'm a brat stall. I'm a limited edition. I'm a limited edition, straight from heaven. You can get me in the spiritual aisle. Um, no, I'm just plain. So my name is Mia Phoenix. I am actually very similar to Maddie in my hobbies and interests and kind of the direction of my life that I'm building. So I DJ and I make music and I also have a spirituality podcast that is not super active right now, but maybe one day. <laughs> But I'm really passionate about spirituality and about pretty much uniting energy, elevating the frequency, helping awaken humanity, and manifesting heaven on earth. So the way in which I like to do that is through festivals and performing and making music and dancing and meditating a lot and manifesting everything. So, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny, you guys. Mia is like... Like, we are each other. We are just little (laughs) twins. And it's so funny. We're, like, sitting here earlier, and we're like, we actually don't look that much alike. And then we took all these photos, and we just looked at them. (laughs) We're like, no, actually, we look exactly the same. I know. We are just, like, twins, and even just, like, our energy and everything. But the funny thing is, we're, like, we – how long did we even know each other for? Maybe a couple years just through the internet. A couple years, yeah. And then Mia met – Henry, before I even met her, she (laughs) met Henry like through festival friends like years ago. I met Mia's sister like in Grass Valley years ago, years ago, and we had never met until like last year, like not even a year ago, almost a year ago. Yeah, and we're like, we're sisters. How are we not like I literally knew we were going to be best friends for years. Um, how I came across your came across you I don't know if I've even told you this no somehow I stumbled upon your Instagram years ago and I was like oh my gosh I love her thumbnails and I love her branding like this is so me I'm like this is literally me outside of myself like this is exactly what I'm going for and like who I feel like I am and then I realized you were from Utah and you also had a podcast and all these other things I was like wait like what the fuck we're like kind of the same and we live by each other and wait, hold on. We're best friends. We just haven't met yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that. Oh, like little Evie came Yay, out. Hi, kitty. We have a kitty hanging out now. She could feel the vibes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so funny, you guys. We're just having the best time tonight, just mm-hmm. literally playing dress up. And it kind of inspired this episode that we want to bring to you guys because we want to talk about the Bratz doll energy um, and like what that yes. actually means. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. For both of us, we're very, very big fans of Bratz, if you didn't know. In my bio for many years, it's literally said, we're just angels playing Bratz. I'm just an angel playing Bratz. And that is truly how I feel about my entire life. Because if you're anything like me, I know you were. I played Bratz a bunch when I was little. 
but also played house and all sorts of things. We were always playing dress up and just imagining a dream life. And you know how you're always playing like a big girl and like, oh, I'm the teacher. I'm the, I'm the star, whatever it was. I was always like a pop star and always yeah. performing and trying to do that. Even as a little girl, I went to like a dance preschool and I danced all the way through college. And then I cheered at the U, um, like the Utah cheerleading team. And then after that, I've been performing at festivals. It's like, I really feel like I haven't grown up up much as an adult I've really yeah. just instead of playing with brats I'm the brats yeah. <laughs> like I am the doll yeah I'm just an angel playing with this brats doll body that I've been given and I get to dress myself up I get to take myself wherever I want to go I get to date the guys I want to date I get to go to school and play like student I get to go get a job and play waitress whatever it is it's like I literally feel yeah. like life is a game and I am the doll and I'm yeah. just living in it And I feel like that is the most refreshing way to think about life. And like, honestly, one of the things I feel like has brought me the most peace in my life is just thinking of it like a game because we take it so serious sometimes. Actually, that's something that Mia has been saying to me like quite often recently. It's like, I just don't want to like take myself seriously. No, I just want to have fun with it. No, let's just have fun with it. Like it really doesn't have to be that serious when you think of life as like, I am, yeah, I'm just a doll and I just get to play it's so fun. I actually do you listen or do you watch Shane Dawson? Mm-mm. Like random side note. I I knew you probably didn't. I'm like a big YouTube fan, right. but we were just watching one of his videos and he was talking about conspiracies and they were talking about just like us living in the matrix and all oh. these different concepts and ideas of pretty much this concept, but yeah. they're making it really like deep and dark of like, whoa, like that would be fucked up. If like not fucked up, but like, whoa, we're all in a simulation. Like it it was like this like like eerie energy about it and I was like no I'm so glad that I'm in a simulation like yeah thank god this is all just it's not pretend but like it's pretend and it kind of is well one thing I was thinking about a few days ago that kind of blew my mind high thoughts I know but yeah I was just gonna say I feel like we need like high thoughts I know like let me existential crisis thoughts I got one right here for you but I realized I have never and will never see the world through any other lens besides my own. Mm -hmm. Because everything I see is one through my own eyes. And maybe colors appear differently to me. I don't even know. But my memory and my trauma and my experiences and my stories shape what happens to be interpreted in a certain way. But also, if someone else is in the exact same scenario, it could appear completely different. Yeah. And even if we both see the exact same thing, it's coming through my own lens. Yeah. And then the other side part that is so trippy is I don't have any freaking clue what it's like to be living in a life that I don't exist in. Because mm-hmm. every single room I've ever been in, I am in you that room. And yeah. even if I'm not there and I'm witnessing it third person through social media or something, it's still through my own lens. Mm. So literally none of us have any idea what the world is like without us in it. Is that trippy? Yeah, it's very trippy. I know. It, they were also talking about that actually <laughs> oh, really? in that episode I was oh, wow. talking about because they were like, well, they were saying like if I am just like this player in this video game and like I'm the one sensing it, like are things even happening? Like, are other things existing if I'm not there? It's like, if a tree falls yeah. in a wood, like in the woods, do you, and like, you're not there, does it make a sound? Or right. whatever that yeah. quote is. I don't know. Just trippy shit like that. But 100%, I think that's one of my favorite things that I always teach, like, about beliefs is like, 
they're all just complete bullshit. It's just thing like random things. I guess not completely random. We learn it from our parents and society, but it's just things that we did not choose. Yeah. That just become a part of our filter. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes so normal to us. Yeah, we can't even almost fathom to understand what it's like to have a different opinion and someone doesn't see how we could have a certain opinion or right. feel a certain way about life. But our yeah, our filters are just so so different yeah yeah well i just watched this show uh singles inferno it's a korean Mm -hmm. dating show interesting and it's really fascinating to observe how they interact with each other how they speak the way that they talk like they'll know on like oh wow she's so charming like oh wow she's very playful and then someone is like oh she's playful oh she's playful i'm like no one says that in america yeah no one looks at me and is like you're playful but <laughs> it's just so fascinating to see the way that they'll apologize for things or yeah. like the differences in morals and what's 100%. important and how they hold themselves and it's fully just programming because then i think about it, i'm like i don't even i wouldn't act that way but I haven't been taught that that's right to act that way. I've just been raised in this kind of soup of beliefs living in America with so much social media and so much media in general. Mm -hmm. We're getting so many different opinions. It's just kind of a figure it out world. There's not like strict guidelines on how you should be. That's why I don't think it's really fair to ever compare traumas or compare different life circumstances because someone could have way less than me or maybe I won't use myself for an example, but someone that's like struggling mentally or emotionally, they might look at someone struggling physically in this 3D world and be like, oh, well, I shouldn't feel so sad. I shouldn't feel bad because like I have all of this. Like why am I being ungrateful? But like it just, you can't, you can't compare experiences um, like a physical struggle versus like emotional or mental struggle and yeah. vice versa. Um, even just being like, I kind of lost my train of thought, but it's just not, like, it's not fair to equate them to each other because everyone's experience is so different. Like, some people's physical discomfort could be, like, literally, like, the worst thing in the world. Like, it could be so miserable, whereas someone else, it's, like, not that bad for them. Yeah. Does that make, does it make sense what I'm saying? Well, I felt that last year when I broke my leg. Yeah. It's kind of been funny because last year, this time, my leg was broken. Yeah. And I just remember thinking like, oh, all the things I would do if my leg wasn't broken. And then this winter, my leg is fine. And I've been hibernating. Yeah. I've been sleeping. I've been resting. And I'm like, wow, maybe it's just a seasonal thing. Look, my leg's fine and I'm still barely moving. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay, it's just different seasons, different times. It's okay. Exactly. There's Yeah, there's just like a filter for everything yeah Yeah. it did wake me up though um to physical problems when I did have my broken leg because I'm like wow I take so much for granted yeah like I'm worried about my teeth looking one way or my hair not looking good enough or something but like what if you can't really can't walk yeah yeah it was such a wake-up call it was so humbling yeah that makes so much sense I couldn't even dress cute I couldn't do anything yeah 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 but it's all the law of relativity too Mm because like yeah. I feel like some of the most like mentally and physically disabled or the like less fortunate are sometimes the most, ha- the most like happy. happy. They're totally. so happy having less because they're not thinking about what they don't have or what they could be doing. They just kind of like accept what they have and like yeah. 
they just love it. That's I think that's why I was kind of trying yeah. to get to, and I was just rambling. It's like it's all the like relative. Ramble on. It's all relative and like perspective yeah. of like how you look at it and like what could be the better and what could be the worse. It's just all relative. But. That's actually a great note about being a brat stall and playing in this game. Yeah. Because <clears throat> sometimes I feel like when we're living in this little fantasy world that everything's amazing and we get to do whatever we want and wear whatever we want, mm-hmm. other people could say, well, that's not really the truth for everyone everywhere. Mm-hmm. But having a brat's mentality is not just having this like picture perfect doll, like playing a game life. Yeah. It's anything that you go through, what, like a reason why I don't want to take myself that seriously is because the hardest things I go through and the most fucked up shit that happens that I am ashamed of and embarrassed by and traumatized from, those are the moments where I call my best friend and laugh about it. Yeah. Those are the moments where I'm like, guess what just happened? You won't believe it. And even in the midst of it, sometimes I'm like, wow, I cannot wait to tell my best friend about this. She's yeah. going to laugh so hard. Like, <laughs> And we literally laugh through our trauma. So it's just almost making a game out of the whole human experience. Yeah, I think unattachment, really. Like, being unattached and being able to add this, like, lightness to it. Yeah. And also, I think um, a big part of, like, what I see the Bratz mentality and, like, being my Bratz doll on this planet is, like, I have a choice. Like, I'm playing the game. Like, it's it's me and I'm not the victim. And even though, like, yeah, shit's going to happen, it's, like, you can almost romanticize it and make it iconic and just kind of be like okay what am I gonna do about it like I I love when people I love the trend that came out of like do it for the plot like we're like I'm just gonna do it for the plot or like oh it it happened for the plot (laughs) yeah you go through like the most devastating thing of your life it was it was for the plot it's getting spicy like you get to really be the player rather than like oh like I'm just here and shit's happening to me it's like no I am this character I'm this persona I'm this soul I'm this like I'm a character And I get to, yeah, I get to, like, even if something happens, quote unquote, to you, you get to bounce off of it. And it's like, what are you going to do with it? It can be fun. It really can be fun. Yes. I feel like we low-key just uncovered gold. Because if you think about it, the Bratz doll is, like, the Bratz doll doesn't have control. You have control when you're playing Bratz. Mm -hmm. You are a human. You have the brat stall in your hand. You get to dress it up how you want. You get to take it where you want to go, but you're in control, Yeah. which is exactly, like, this is such a beautiful Mm -hmm. mentality that I've never even thought of it in this way before, but victim is the brat stall, but then the empowered leader is the human playing with the brat stall, which is the whole idea of an angel playing brats. It's like, yes, I have this physical body, but in one way or another, I am choosing everything that happens to it. I love Even if you drop it on his face. (laughs) I love that we are literally connecting the most spiritual concept, which is just like being the observer like if you read any Eckhart Tolle any spirituality book it's like they talk about the ego and being the observer no it's just like the observer is the Bratz doll and the human is no other way around yeah the Bratz doll is the is the human and the me is the angel yes (laughs) and the human is the angel yes (laughs) Eckhart Tolle but make it sparkle but make it sparkle and make it pink and make it fun yeah, sassy and sassy so I love sassy. it I feel like that's why it's so important for so many people to share their voice and share their light like if you want to share 
these concepts and share different things, but you're like, oh, like, I don't want to share it because everyone else already talks about that. Like, why would I talk about, mm. you know, this concept when there's a million different podcasts talking about the exact same thing? There's no point. It's already there. Yeah. But it's like, are there, you know, people exactly like you that have the same quirks or the same interests or same qualities that like, they're really going to resonate with a specific person. Like, for example, I'm like a huge fan. I always share this example. Like I'm a huge fan of manifestation, babe, and just love her everything. I told my client to listen to her, um, to like one of her podcasts and she came back and she's like, you know, it was like hard for me to listen to. I just like, didn't really resonate with her too much. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, I just resonate with you. Like, can you explain to me what she was talking about? Because I say in my own way, with my own energy, with my own sparkle. So Mm. when you're, when you're in the personal development world, like it's not really about what you say. It's about how you say it and like bringing your own energy to it or your own metaphors. Like we just did where there's probably people that don't really want to read Eckhart Tolle. Like that just isn't their vibe. It's not really going to like click, but listening to us that are like, 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 and like, oh, like we're wearing our pink and sparkles. <laughs> no, I'm talking about me. Oh. It, I mean, it's all, gir- it's all girls. Like yeah. it's just our, it's our style. It's like, our vibe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh no, now I'm going to be too aware of it. I know, right? <laughs> um, but people can look at us and say, that is a piece of me. Like that's so me. And then what we say is going to resonate differently than Tony Robbins. Yeah. You know, a lot of my clients that resonate with me, they don't resonate with like Tony Robbins because they just find him like aggressive and too masculine. And I'm, you know, we're here in little pink mini skirts and some sparkles, a whole bunch of sparkles. So many rhinestones. Yes. Put glasses on my head. Yes. At night. (laughs) We look very cute right now. So, yes, we do. Um, I love that. I would actually love to talk about that same essence in social media too. We were talking a little bit about this previously, but I've always been kind of nervous to show up fully on social media because I'm afraid of how people will judge me and afraid of being too shiny and too sparkly and just really having the most fun Mm -hmm. because I'm nervous that of the haters, truly. Yeah. But what I've been realizing recently is I'm not just talking to my followers I have now. I'm talking to the world. Like, I'm not trying to stay where I'm at right now. Like, this is the beginning, but it's not where I'm going. So I can't keep myself small in this playpen that I'm currently in with these other children here judging me because I'm trying to be on way bigger stages and way bigger rooms and speaking to way more people. So I can't be bothered by these small opinions that are keeping me small. Like, I have to speak to the people in the back of the room that I've never even met yet years down the road. literally just wrote this down in my notes a couple days ago. Wow. I said, okay, this is like, this sounds like a high thought. I was not high, but I was like (laughs) me just trying to like write down what I was thinking. Okay, if you think about the world and 50% of people like something and 50% of people don't. So like, let's say just you, 50% of people are going to like you and 50% aren't going to, or you're just, they're not going to be your favorite or you're not going to be their favorite. (laughs) Just kidding. I mean, it's it's just fine. It's fine. It's the same thing as like (laughs) 50% of people like sushi and 50% don't. Right. It's like people that don't like sushi, you're just like wrong. Okay. You're just, yeah, you're (laughs) wrong. No, they just have different taste buds. They grew up different. Like you said, the Korean dating show where like they just have different, maybe they find different things attractive and stuff like that. 
Okay. Anyway, so the whole world, 50%, and this is just a random, like, number. Um, and then let's say that, you know, you're looking at your following and, like, a certain percentage like you and a certain percentage don't. You're going to look at that as if that's the world and you're trying mm. to please that yes. number. So if you're like, okay, my following right now is liking this content, so I need to keep doing this content because that's what everybody likes. Everybody yeah. likes this. But that's not an accurate depiction. Like, think of statistics. They have to take, like, a broad range of people and tons of people for it to be an accurate statistic. So whether you're uh, – yeah, exactly what you just said. Like, whether your audience right now is liking what you're posting or not, it's completely irrelevant because you're not trying to please them. You're trying to post what you want and then find the people that are going to like yeah. that content. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you – yeah, like, why would you try to please – the audience you have now I mean right I, I mean there is truth to like you know if you have like a really loyal following of course connecting with them and creating content that they're gonna enjoy but at the end of the day there's so many people out there there's so many there's so many people. especially social media you can reach them yeah now more more now more now than ever, than ever before mm-hmm. that's right <laughs> good job thanks. you got it <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Social media is such a fascinating world to be a part of. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, we were talking, me and Mia were talking about this a little bit, and this is kind of why we were starting to record, is I was talking about just, like, playing the game and Mm -hmm. how sometimes there's things you don't want to do, and there's some things on social media that are just weird. Like, it's a weird world. It just is. Like, it's so weird. I don't know. Thank you for saying that. I think about how weird it is all the time, and I'm shook that more people don't talk about it. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. And yeah, I've, I've always had a love-hate relationship with, like, yeah. with it. And at the end of the day, it's just becoming more and more a part of our world. And you can either resist it, or you can go gung-ho and just be like, take it by the reins. And yeah. be like, how can I use this tool <laughs> Gives me chills. to benefit me? I mean... It, the same thing happened with AI just coming out. There's a lot of people that were like, don't use it, don't use it. I know. But now a lot of leaders are, excuse me, they're seeing how they can use it to benefit them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that is true. AI is so interesting. I feel like it's really going to take a lot to a new level. Yeah. And even just showing up on social media, there's so much, I don't know, it's, it's so weird because I've been doing that too. I'm like posting things that I think people are going to like and I'm like, oh, this is doing well, so I'm going to do more of that. Yeah. But then when I really look from the observer and take a step back, I look at my content. I'm like, what do I want to see when I'm looking at my album, when I'm looking at my photo album of my life, yeah. when I'm looking at my own biography, my autobiography through Instagram, like what makes me feel good about myself? Yeah. Like, And that's really what I'm trying to find the balance of – inspiring and aligned but also me (laughs) I love that okay so guys we sat here for like 10-15 minutes trying to figure out what we were going to talk about and we thought of like a bunch of different topics and then we finally landed on okay we're just going to give five tips for having brat stall energy and every single topic that we talked about wanting to talk about is just naturally coming through (laughs) in the most natural way it's kind of funny I love it hey Evie no hey kitty she's like biting the sequence (laughs) Sorry, guys. One moment. Um, While Maddie is getting her cat, I'll tell you guys a fun story about how I very first met Maddie. 
the very first time I came over here was to borrow Bratz doll clothes. Yep, literally, because I was going on the show and I was like, okay, I need clothes. And Maddie looks and feels just like my vibe. She genuinely just DM'd me and was like, hey, I have a weird question. I was like, okay, <laughs> what? She's like, can I like come over and take a bunch of your clothes? To for, Panama? Like, to Panama for like a couple weeks, a couple months. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, come <laughs> yeah. over. And then I, fi- I find so out nice. she shows up to my house today to create content. And you have so much more clothes than I do. I don't know why I need well, my clothes. Well, but... I bought most of them this last year. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I've been upping my my arsenal. Game. Yeah. I need new clothes. I'm Guys, I'm in the middle of just like identity crisis a little bit of just like what is my style? Like what do I want to wear? Yeah, I feel like I need like a whole wardrobe. Honestly. Upgrade. I would say go shopping, get yourself some clothes, order some things online, yeah, and just need wear to. what you want and, like, try out different things. And there's a mix of, like, what people like mm-hmm. and then a mix of, like, what I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just posted a video that people didn't like that much, but I had so much fun filming it Yeah, that I actually cared a lot more about their opinions because I cared about it so much, but also I enjoyed it so much that I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> There's a weird dichotomy, but it feels good. <laughs> I think what's funny is the things that you work so hard on, Yeah. sometimes, yeah, they just like tank and there's... Right. There's, like, really no rhyme or reason. Like, there is a strategy to content, 100%. But also the virality of content right now is so fucking random. It's so random. It's so random. Like, the most random videos just blow up. It's kind of annoying, but it's fine. Yeah. One day we'll be there. I think for me, then, it's just been more important to, like, when I am doing, especially TikTok and things like that that are the views are all over the place. I feel like Instagram's a little more consistent. Yeah, Not reels. I would agree. But if you're just posting, like, Instagram I mean, posts. reels, too. They're pretty consistent. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, you'll have, like... It's not as viral as TikTok. Like, it's not as easy to go viral, I think. <sighs> but it's just... What was I saying? Sorry, guys. My brain's, like, starting to fail me a little <laughs> bit. Um, I'm on day six of my cleanse. Yeah. I just started my period. Um, you were saying what goes viral is random. Oh, I really have to find like my why and intention behind it and just so much like trust and gratitude. Like I have to bring it so deeply into my spirituality of like, I trust this is reaching the right people. Like even if it reaches one right person that brings me one new opportunity, that's enough. Yeah. Like genuinely that's enough. And it doesn't mean that I don't focus on getting more engagement, more engagement would be awesome. But I just really bring it back to this, like, it's kind of sending a prayer to the universe. Like, just put this content exactly where it's supposed to be. Mm, I love that. I trust it's just going to get out to the right people. I'm doing all I can do. And yeah, again, it's not that like victimhood to the algorithm. I think a lot of people feel a victim of the algorithm of like, it's, yeah, like, it's pushing my content down. Like, it's not, like, I'm shadow banned. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck this. It's like, just... <laughs> yeah, really true. <laughs> just trust that it's going to go to yeah the right people, and it will when the time is right. Totally. Yeah. I've actually had a few really good awakenings around this recently. 
one that I had yesterday because I posted this piece of content and I really cared about it. I thought it was so funny and it didn't get that much support and it was about being spiritual. I was like, I'm so spiritual and it was like all these jokes, but I really thought my spiritual community was going to like back me up on it and like at first no one really did yeah and that really stung and I had to meditate for a few hours Mm. to like bring myself back home and I realized I'm like Mia your success is inevitable calm down it's okay it doesn't have to be right now this is divine timing Mm -hmm. your success and your destiny is unfolding perfectly there's no need to rush you're not running late yeah it's okay and that felt really good to remember that I was like oh yeah I'm good like just chill I've been having to remind myself of that too. I'm like, what is the rush? Yeah. Like there's literally no rush. And I feel like what brings me a lot of peace within that is like knowing how fast things can change. Cause sometimes we think about things like our success happening so gradually. So it's like, if I want to get to here, then like I need to be here by now to like slowly get there. No, it can go here to here in a minute. And that's why my new program is quantum leap queen shit. I'm like bringing in this quantum leap energy of like, it doesn't like yes there's gradual growth but there's also this powerful like place you can be in where it's like things can just shift and just believing that so true like it can just it can shift you can just be a different person right now you can just shift your posture you can change your diet you can change what you wear you can change like what time you wake up you change your name you can change your name It's true. Yeah. I actually love that. I've been thinking about that so much recently, mm-hmm. um, especially the music I've been making. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so sick. This is going to go viral overnight. Like everything could change yeah. in an instant with one reel. And I find all these influencers and artists and singers who are like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like of the best examples, like Olivia Rodrigo mm-hmm. or whatever her name mm-hmm. is, she overnight TikTok sensation. And now yeah. she's one of the biggest pop stars. And a lot of them are that way. Same with Justin Bieber. Like yeah. some of the biggest names just happened over. by overnight. a random fucking person. He like, literally just... had a video on YouTube and then people found it. It went viral. Yeah. And now he's Justin Bieber. Like that's Tori Kelly. Same thing. Well, she was working on it for a while, but still. Yeah. It's like over it's... now more than ever, we can be viral overnight. Mm-hmm. Everything can shift in an instant. Yeah. If you believe that it can. And yeah. yeah, not even just virality, anything. Like you want your relationship to be different. You <gasps> want your health yes. to be different. You want any of it to be different you know, yeah, of course there's those little habits and little things. Evie, stop that. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) She wants to be a Brad Stahl too. She's literally giving me a standoff right now. Against my pink sequin fur festival coat. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, But yeah, like things can, like, yeah, there's just a moment of claiming that can be so empowering where of course little actions and little habits are going to add up over time and true growth and true evolution it does take consistency and those little changes over time but yeah yeah, you just never know who you're going to meet what's going to happen I have so many moments in my life where I'm like if I wasn't here at this moment and met this person and like this like my life looks completely different one month ago than it does even today and just being able to believe that that can happen. I think there's so much power that's within that. But talking about the overnight sensations, I wanted to mention, um, do you know Daniel Allen? Mm -mm. He's like going viral right now. And like Alex Earl just used um, his song in her reel. And he, so he creates these reels and it's like, 
his song playing and he's just like work like producing on his computer and the text on the screen is like you know how people are like oh i was listening to porter robinson before he was famous this is your chance you get to know me before i'm famous and he posted i'll show you after this on his instagram he just posted it over and over and over and over same song same words but just different videos in the back over and over and you know what his comments say what stop posting the same shit why are you posting the same thing over and over like this is so annoying like show us a new song like there's a i at least it was one of the videos i saw maybe it got to the wrong side of the internet but <laughs> there was just so many comments of people being like dude this is the only song this guy posts like do you have any other music he just keeps posting the same thing but he just believed in it so much he just kept doing it and doing it and doing it it went viral. Now there's like 70,000 videos made with that sound and Alex Earl just used it and it's like blowing up. Whoa. Yeah. Ah, that's so cool. Isn't that so cool? It's so cool. That's that's so, so inspiring. Even if you're doing... Amazing. So like even the spirituality video that like didn't do that well, <clears throat> there's so many different factors. Like what if people were just not on the internet that day? What right. if like you needed to wear something different? There's so many yeah. like, right? Just little So many minor things. things. Mm-hmm. You could just keep creating that. that same video over and over again, and it could be a viral video. It doesn't mean yeah. that was a bad idea. Right. You just might need to do it a hundred more I times. I do that on TikTok. I'll literally post the same video multiple times with just slightly <clears throat> different words or slightly yeah. different caption and just see which one works. Oh, that's so inspiring. Yeah. I actually think about that a lot, especially the last year, because like we were talking about, I came over to Maddie's to get clothes because I was going on this polyamorous dating show, which now comes out in four weeks. Woo-woo. Like, I've been waiting for a year. (laughs) I filmed it February of last year, and it's coming out February of this year. And it's been really trippy all year knowing that the show Mm -hmm. is coming out. I already filmed it. I know it already happened, but I also know that people don't know who I am yet. But I know that they're going to. Yeah. And so it's been so surreal And also I think it's why I've had such a strong sense of urgency of like, I have to get so much done before the show comes out. So I'm like ready, but now it's here and I'm like, okay, well I did some stuff, Mm -hmm. but I really have to like slow myself down. I'm like, okay, you're in a new house. You have a new car. You have a new boyfriend. You have like new job. Like every single thing is different. Yeah. Even if it doesn't feel like where I want it to be. I think also even just progress. your identity (laughs) and your embodiment from last year is so different. Completely different. Mm -hmm. I know, it's not trippy to think about. Or like, not even like last year, but like before I met you. Yeah. Just seeing like old photos of you and like things that you've shown me or like looking at old content. I'm just mm-hmm. like, you've had a lot of, I think, energetic upgrades too. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, so much more becoming. And this goes back to the Brad Stall thing. It's like, this sounds silly. And I used to judge myself for this until I realized I am a fashionista. I care about fashion. Yeah. It's important to me. I feel way better when I look really good. And if I'm wearing, like, my energy and my mood is very dependent on my outfit if I'm doing something. Yeah. Like, for instance, I was at Lightning in a Bottle this year, and I was wearing this, like, kind of cute outfit, not that cute. And I did not feel good. I had stress. I was anxious. I felt awkward. I didn't feel good. And I was like, what's wrong with me? And so I just went back to camp. I was like, I don't know. I just need to, like, maybe change my top or something. I genuinely did not think it was about clothes at all. I thought it was, like, actually having an issue. I go back. I changed my outfit. I look fly. I felt amazing. (laughs) And I had the best night ever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe it really is that simple. No, it is. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is one of the things we put on our list that we wanted to share. Yeah. If you don't feel good, try looking good. Try looking good. how that shifts things. And I think, you know, teaching confidence, a lot of my clients come to me and are like, 
wanting to feel confident at all times without the things that make them feel confident. Like, oh, I want to feel confident even if I don't have, you know, my hair done, or I want to feel confident even if I'm like feeling like this or feeling like that. And I'm like, yes, there is this essence of like unconditional love that you can have for yourself. But if something makes you feel more confident, the goal isn't necessarily to be confident without it. It's how can I prioritize that in my life? Because I, I see that as true self-love. Yeah. Some people would say true self-love is loving yourself without, you know, the things that make you feel hot. And I say yes. And also true self-love is doing the things you know are going to make you feel yeah. fucking good. You're your brow stall. Dress yourself up. Yeah. Like I wasn't. It's not that I wasn't myself before. It's honestly, it reminds me of that Kylie Jenner meme, but it's real. It's like, she's not ugly. She was just broke. Mm. But it's like, Mm -hmm. honestly, same. It's like, I wasn't myself because I couldn't afford the clothes that made me feel like me. Even now, my clothes are cheap, whatever. Fast fashion, sorry fam. I'm really trying to make my own line, whatever. I'll get there, I'll be rich, and then it'll be better. But for now, we're doing what we can, okay? Mm. I'm I'm enduring and enjoying the process until I can really yeah be perfect with what I'm buying but for now it's like I got extensions I'm able to buy makeup that I want that makes me feel pretty and like Mm -hmm. get the right lipstick that I want and like buy the clothes that I want even if they're cheap like it doesn't have to be fancy but now when I go out like I feel like me yeah I feel like the girl I've always had in my mind that I've always wanted to be like now I am her yeah I think that's amazing (laughs) my strongest form of manifestation has always been my appearance like seeing how I see my future self that has what I want I don't as much focus on what I want I focus on like who is it that has what I want and how do I become her Mm. and a lot of times it's appearance based for me like what does this next level version of me look like what does she dress like and just collapsing that timeline because then you look in the mirror and you're like oh shit, I look, yeah, I look like this person. Yeah. And then you're going to start acting like, you're going to feel like that person. You're going to start acting like that person. And then you're literally just shifting into a completely different timeline. Um, Yeah, it's so powerful. I've had like some of the craziest experiences happen to me because of like getting extensions and um, just even little things like like a pair of earrings that I saw in like a highest self visualization. I'll find them, I'll buy them, I'll put them on. And it's an immediate energetic yes. shift for me. Well, it's fascinating because I'll go out sometimes. Like I have a lot of friends who are really successful and I meet – I'm a magnet for really powerful, amazing people. Like yeah. I've always been – like low-key most of my life I was hella broke, but I was surrounded by like millionaires and billionaires. And I was like, oh, well, joke's on me. But it was cool <laughs> and I learned a lot. But it's funny because a lot of the times I'll dress like I'm expensive. Yeah. And I'll dress like I'm bougie. And then I have these people who have – like way more followers, way more money. And they're like, who is this? Mm. And they're looking at me like I'm a future star. Yeah. And then even tonight when we were taking those pictures, like I mentioned to you, I was looking at them. I'm like, I cannot believe that's us. Yeah. Like this looks like the Pinterest board of my dreams. And that is literally me and you. Like I can't even fathom how that is me. Yeah. But it's true. It's like you look at that Pinterest board and you're like, this is who I want to be in one day. And then all of a sudden you put on the clothes and you put on the makeup and you take the pictures and you're like, oh, this is it. And then I'm making the music that I always dreamed of. And then I'm like, wait, I have the music. I've got the aesthetic. Like, it's just a matter of time. And when enough things are in that same alignment of your dreams and of your vision that you've been holding for so long and you start performing at festivals, wearing the clothes with all the people who are also on those stages. And it like slowly that dream becomes your reality. And you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. my God, it's inevitable. Yeah. 
just chill. It's fine. It's, it's happening. It's inevitable. And you know how they always say, like, don't worry about the how. You really don't have to because I look back at my life and the only thing that was consistent was my devotion. Amen. My habits have changed. The way I do things has changed. The way I do business has changed. The way I show up has changed. Like literally everything has been a variable. The only thing constant is like you just have to be devoted to it. Yeah. Like this is what I'm creating. Like Jesus take the wheel. Like let's, let's go. I don't know how to get there. But you just... Like one step at a time. Honestly, that's like <laughs> so true. Oh my god, that's mine and Henry's motto right now. Is one step at a one time. step at a time. Mm. Like, cause we're both doing yeah. such big work right now. Yeah. And we're like, like, how am I gonna get all this done? How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna get on a stage? How am I gonna create the clothing brand? How am I gonna create this? One step Just at a time. One step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. What's the first thing you can do right now? And like, I think the best feeling is just knowing you're doing it. Like yes. taking a moment of presence and gratitude of like, uh, we just spent a whole day creating content, recording this podcast. Like this is what we saw as the best thing we can do to be mm-hmm. more of our higher selves and like create what we need to create. And we just do it. We planned a time. We made it happen. We made it happen. <laughs> and it's fun. And it's fun. <laughs> it doesn't even feel like work. It's like, this is really productive work. And it's literally ridiculous that this is even work. <laughs> yeah. It's 10 PM on a Friday night. Yeah. And we're just. Chilling in Brad's doll clothes. Yeah. Making a podcast about social media we and loving like ourselves. Dressed to the nines <laughs> in like six inch heels and yes. not leaving the apartment. No, we will not go outside. Like we are not going. We we're like, should we create content outside? No. I was like, mm, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh I love that so much. Oh my god, you guys. I know the pillow. Yeah, it freaked me out earlier. <laughs> oh my god. I just looked out onto my balcony. And yeah, I have like a rug and it's like lifting and it looks like there was someone out on the balcony because yeah, it, it was like moving. Like an hour ago. I was like, what? That, yeah, that freaked me Luckily, out. Luckily, it's not. Um, there was something that I wanted to talk about that you just said about um, like with Henry, you guys are doing so much and it's like one step at a time. Yeah. And just like being that higher version of yourself. Um, I don't know. I really think you're right though. It's just like when you see yourself in it, and then you slowly become that. Mm. It's like the universe catches on. It's like if you see yourself as that and it is that, then there's no chance but for it to happen truly. Yeah. Um, and also just like the divinity of it all. Like I feel like I've put such a rush on myself because I want to do a lot before I'm 30. Yeah. But in reality, like there's no timeline. There's no timeline. And, like, if I had been famous in elementary school, if I'd gotten that film, like, I acted all growing up, like, if I had had that role or this or that, like, everything would be different. Like, I could be a drug addict right now. Yeah. You know? But instead, like, I've had enough time to figure out my shit and, like, I know who I am and, like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me with manifestation, I've always kind of had this juggling act between yeah. everything and divine timing and then, like, I just trust that it's going to happen and also doing everything in my power to like make it happen happen faster and quicker and just get it fucking done. Like I want the million dollars like next year type of thing. But then I'm also like, no, I want the million dollars when I'm prepared for it. When the universe thinks that I'm ready and mature enough and prepared enough to handle that and hold that. And is my nervous system able to hold that? Um, And I think that's why I really struggled last year. I, I haven't really talked about this on the podcast yet, but yeah, I kind of like everything we're talking about right now 
of just like, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. I just didn't feel like that. Like I kind of lost hope in a lot of things and was just very, now looking back, I think that I had some, uh, I don't think I had depression, but I would just say like some depression-like symptoms of just no enjoyment for anything that I used to enjoy, no motivation and just like very dark thoughts wasn't like super bad because I'm just far enough in my journey that I kind of had the tools to work through it and did have like a good head on my shoulders but I think I just had really dark thoughts about yeah just all of it like is it really inevitable is it gonna happen and so then I, I really found but I think it was good that I went almost like a pendulum right it's like I was so far on one side of like you can make anything happen you can make it happen right now if it's not happening now like fucking do something about it like very masculine and empowering energy and then I think I needed to be humbled a little bit and the universe like helped like I swung the other way mm-hmm. and it was like what if my dreams don't happen what yeah. if I'm not meant to create that what if I'm meant to just be exactly as I am and I found so much peace in what if I'm not supposed to have big dreams what if I'm not and can I be okay with that and can I just kind of go with the flow of life and now I'm back into like, fuck the flow. Dead fish go with the flow. I'm creating exactly <laughs> what I want. Like I have the biggest dreams in the world. And I think it's, it kind of goes circles yeah. back to the filter thing. It's like I was just in a totally different like mindset. Um, it's not like I fell out of like my spirituality or anything like that. But I just was having a hard time really being super optimistic and like a big dreamer like I used to be. And so... I think now, yeah, like I was saying, I have this juggling act of where I'm balancing. Like, what do you yes. think? Like, are you supposed, oh gosh. like, yeah. it, like, do you believe in the both? I'm so glad you brought this up because I was about to bring it up because yeah. I remembered what I wanted to talk about, which was about devotion. Mm. This is literally exactly where I wanted to take it. So that was so yeah. divine. But I have also had so many times where I almost gave up Mm. and also where I wanted to give up. Yeah. Like some of my lowest moments, like even like, I mean, it's one of those funny things. Like 2023 was the hardest year of my life. Okay. Well also there were hard times in 2022. Okay. Well also there were some in 2021. It's like every year is the best and the worst, right? Like every year has hardships. Every year has great things that happen. But after COVID, I almost gave up on DJing. I hadn't mm. DJed in forever. I wasn't even trying. I didn't even want to. I got booked for a festival. I didn't want to go to it. Really? I tried canceling. Really? My sister was hosting it with her ex-boyfriend. And it's called High Vibe Fest. And oh, so yeah. right before the festival, like two weeks before, I was like, the weather was awful. It was going to be freezing. I was camping. I was like, Ruby, I just, everything in my body, I didn't want to. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't feel good about it. It doesn't make me excited. I don't think I'm ready. I just don't think I want to do it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And she goes, okay, well, your name's on the flyer and you have to show up and you're doing it. And I was like what I was shook okay my sister is so sweet and the biggest supporter of me she was I'm sorry it's too late you have to show up you have to do this and I was like yeah I was not ready I did not have my set prepared I was had nothing ready until literally 10 minutes before I got on stage like the day of I'd been trying to build a set for weeks this? this is two years ago okay so like 2022 
all year, like the entire, like two, three weeks leading up to it, I just was trying to get the motivation, had nothing. Finally, the day of, mm. I like knew and I was like, boom, and it just hit me and I had the motivation, the inspiration. I sat in my tent, built the entire set, finished, put on an outfit and then got on stage. And I was so terrified because all these people are like kind of hippie, kind of wookie, like high yeah. vibe, like goddessy bass music bass music experimental bass like I'm like old school bangers like I have some like Spice Girls in there I have some like re-re-remixes like I'm going that's the vibe such the vibe and I get up there I'm like terrified I'm like no one's gonna like what I'm playing this is so different this is house like pop house okay the second I turn it on I have literally never had so many people freaking out like they did at that show. Really? It was such the redemption for me because I was ready to quit DJing forever. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like Mm. I, it wasn't in me. I just, I didn't believe in myself at all. Yeah. And then I got up there. There was such a positive response that I kept going. Yeah. And then that changed everything. And now I keep doing it. And then even like in the moments that are so low, like last year I was I was dating this guy. We broke up. I was heartbroken. Mm. And because of that, I went on the dating show. Mm. And now I'm here. And like even a few months ago, I'm like, okay, cool. I want to have an album done by literally this time. My show's coming out. I don't have a producer. Like nothing. I met this guy. We made one song together. It was a bop. And then he was like, I just made it as a joke. I'm doing nothing with it. I was like, okay. (laughs) So then I was like, screw this. I'm sick of everyone. I'm going to learn how to be a producer myself. And I go to, I take this course, I learn how to be a producer, and then I tell him, I'm like, hey, guess what? Like, asshole, like, you were such a douche, I literally am learning how to be a producer. And he was like, really? That's so hot. Do you want to go out? And I was like, what? And now we have an album. (laughs) It can happen so fast, but exactly what you said, like, the make or break thing is the devotion. Yeah. Like, I have definitely had my own hardships. I've had, I've not always looked the way I do. I, my family literally lives all over the world. I don't have a home base like I could tell you a million reasons why it shouldn't work and why it's been hard I could tell you a million reasons why it will work and why it's been easy but when it comes down to it it's the devotion it's like I'm not any more special than anyone else I just decided I was special and then I proved it to myself and I'm still proving it Mm -hmm. to myself every day Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just putting on cute clothes and taking content when I'm not feeling it yeah sometimes it's literally hibernating for months which is kind of where I've been right now but you know balance yeah no I love it I think it's just like wanting the best for yourself in any way and that's even just like being interested in personal development at all like if you're interested in personal development at all that means like you just want a better experience for yourself and I think the more that we can see that the more we can see oh shit do I actually love myself wait maybe I actually do because like I want I want to feel better I want a better relationship I want to improve myself and when you just exactly like choose yourself and you choose that you're special and you choose to just get a little bit better and a little bit better and to push yourself and then to prove it to yourself and like yeah it's really beautiful what can come out of it yeah it's it's honestly the secret to everything in a way mm-hmm. even jade in her psychoneuroimmunology phd program that she was Mm -hmm. learning uh she got her master's you know big words science things anyway i remember (laughs) the first time actually when mia came over to my house for the first time jade was with her she's like telling me about what she does and like some of the words she would say i was like i girl 
dumb it down. I, I don't know. know what you're saying. I know. She's a smart bitch. We literally have the biggest joke. We want to make videos where she's like, the way that you express your sexual appetite is overwhelming and somewhat off-putting and it makes me feel uncomfortable and like my nervous system is dysregulated and I'm like then I interpret it's like aka use a hoe and we don't like it <laughs> use a hoe and we don't fuck with it <laughs> so one day we'll make Wait, those that's actually hilarious I know it's so funny because I always have to like interpret for her you're literally like with her in basic conversations <laughs> to just like interpret everything yes it's true it's so funny but what she was studying is um resilience and overcoming mm-hmm. trauma and they re- they found in their their research and maybe she'll say everything i'm saying is wrong but whatever just take it for what it is okay um <laughs> so is that the difference between people who make it out of traumatic scenarios and people who don't in a mental state like who come out of it with a strong mental presence and mm-hmm. versus are continuing to struggle really comes down to resilience interesting like people who are just like committed to getting over it and to committed to this is happening for me committed to this is my dream life I am the master of my own world I can make this this is a blessing and a lesson it's like those are the people I'm the player with my brat I'm the player I am the human this is my brat stall this is my game yeah and it's happening for me even if you drop it even if you vacuum up your little (laughs) shirt and your little brat shoe gets stuck in the vacuum when you're really mad at your mom it's still happening for you they're cracking me up about that I don't (laughs) think that ever happened to me what girl we do not share the same trauma then except for you know what when I was younger I had like I remember playing Bratz dolls in did you ever have like a cold room storage yes I would like we had like a huge one of those but then there was like a part of it that had carpet and it was like our playroom and I think I played in there we had like little hideouts Oh, I, we would play all over, but we definitely, like, we'd leave little Bratz doll clothes around, then my parents would accidentally vacuum it up, and it was, like, hell broke loose. Yeah, it was, like, they killed my dog or something, and then they'd buy me a new one, or they wouldn't. <laughs> it was tragic. <laughs> I'm, like, having flashbacks right now, and I'm just, like, remembering how weird I was as a kid. I know, right? I think about that all the time. I mean, I'm still really weird. I am still really weird, but, like, we're cool. Like, we're cool weird. We are. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal. We are. We are. But, I, yeah. like, back then. Oh, that reminds me of something I wanted to talk about earlier, how okay. you were saying some of your clients, Kay. Clients, I feel like this is gold. This has helped me a lot. Hopefully, it'll help you, too. Yeah. The ones you're like, I want to be confident even when I'm not wearing anything. Yeah. Here's my hack, okay? I've been rocking this since Wait. middle school. I wonder if you're going to say what I do. Maybe. Keep going. Okay. I'm so curious. This is like the underlining secret to confidence, in my opinion. Yeah. The same thing as confidence is just not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. Since middle school, people have been like, you're so confident. I'm like, I'm actually not. I just don't give a fuck. And yeah. I learned that's the same thing. So sometimes you look really hot and you look like a brat stall and you're rocking it and you can feel really confident. Yeah. Sometimes you look like a bum and just don't give a fuck. Go out, do what you want to do, say what you want to say, be who you want to be, shine. And it's not that you're so confident you believe in yourself, but you just don't give a fuck about what people have to say about you or Mm. to you or of you. If it's, yeah, you just don't care. Mm. Just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that really is like the same thing, but it's like the ultimate hack. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that so much. Just like, I think that's why the whole trend has come up around like Delulu, like just being yeah, Delulu. Just like, I love that. 
nothing exists. Your opinion doesn't exist. I don't give a fuck. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I think delusion like that can be so healthy and supportive to just be like, I know people don't like me and also they don't really exist in my world. Bro. I just don't care. They're just not really there. Yeah. I've spent so much of my life, like, this is actually, I feel like, a fun thing to touch on. I know it's kind of long, but I don't know. I'm Mm -hmm. vibing. Um, But I've spent a ridiculous amount of my life very consumed about what people think about me and feeling insecure that people don't like me. Yeah. But what I've realized is I'm like, the only person who's holding me back, five, 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 Mm -hmm. the only person holding me back is myself. Like I'm keeping myself small because of other people's opinions. And the more that I shine and I'm beautiful, I might make them, maybe they're jealous, like whatever it says, but I'm playing small to make them feel better. But Mm -hmm. it's like, you're never going to change the the world. You're never going to help. Yeah. It's like, I'm so grateful to be delusional and be like, I'm going to shine my brightest. I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to make these videos and dress up and make music and whatever it is. And if you don't like me, that's okay. I'm literally singing about being happy, being spiritual. All my posts are like kind and loving. And I guarantee you all of these people talking shit, I promise you, I have never been anything but nice to them. And so I'm like, I am not no longer saving myself based on people who are hating on me for being pure love to them. Yeah. Like, who am I serving there? Like, what am I going to do? Lower just, myself to their level and then well, we're both on this lower level? Like, no thank you. That doesn't even logically make sense. No. Yeah. It doesn't make sense but at yeah. all. I'm like, hate on me if you want to. I've never been anything but nice to you. So yeah. that's on you. I think it's just so interesting how different things can come up in different ways because I used to feel embarrassed about struggling with things I teach on. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I teach people how to like, yeah, not care what other people think, but then I'm caring what other people think. Yeah. But there's levels to this shit. Yes. And it's wild. Like, it's so wild the things that I worked through and completely moved through six years ago that are now back. And, you know, just what you were saying, like, I feel like I don't give a fuck what people think at all. Like, I can walk in a room completely overdressed if people are, like, whispering about me or, like, saying anything. I do not care social media, I'll post whatever, say whatever. I don't care. Like I, I genuinely feel like I've found this place where I am so me and I'm not thinking about what other people are going to think, but (laughs) to get a mean comment on social media is just so hard for me and I handle it really well and I can move through it really well now, but it's just so funny. Like I'm like, I don't give a fuck. One person is like, I don't like this video. I'm like, what? Why? Like, what did she say? It's just so interesting how, like, things come up like that. Like, I feel like I'm in, there's this duality to it. And I just want people to know that, like, that's normal for, like, to have the duality of, like, I think I'm the hottest person on this planet. Like, I think I'm so amazing and beautiful (laughs) and talented and smart and funny and, all the things and I'm so insecure sometimes like I don't care what anyone thinks but then I'm like I struggle with my skin I get a comment where I'm like like people think this like Mm -hmm. it's just so interesting the human experience where in one area you can like feel so confident or so good about something and then it's a different person or just like a different 
like the circumstances are a little different and it still can come up for you. So yeah, it's just just like the journey never stops. You think that you stopped caring what people think of you and then, yeah, yeah. It's so true. It's like, I am my biggest fan and I am my biggest critic. Yeah. Right now I'm working on not being as critical about myself and just like accepting it. Like Mm -hmm. I, I feel like a lot of us who work from home or are entrepreneurs or influencers or creators, we don't have a normal schedule. We don't have a normal routine for me, like all day, every day, I feel like I need to be doing something. Like, I need to be making content. I need to be posting something. I need to be responding to messages. So I need to be planning. I need, like, there's the, I always have this sense of anxiety. Even now, all day, in this moment, I'm like, we're literally making a podcast dressed (laughs) to the nines after doing all this other content. And I'm still, like, feeling this urgency that I need to be doing something. Yeah. Like, is this the most productive thing that we could be doing? Yeah. And I need to just, like, chill. I'm like, Mia, it's all going to happen. Be productive, but don't, I don't know. It's like, it is a hard balance, but it's true. It's like, we're confident, we're insecure. We're busy, we're lazy. <laughs> we're like, it's everything. It's the human experience the is insane. It can be all, it can be both. It can be, like, that's one of the greatest things I've learned in this past year. It can be both. You can feel both ways. You can think, yeah. but like, it can be, yeah, you can, you can be both. Like, there is this duality. Yes. Um, but back to the critic thing, I just want yeah. to say it's really funny. I feel like that's the biggest thing that's actually been brought up emotionally in my cleanse this time, mm. right? It'll always kind of, like, bring up different things, possibly. And this time around, like, the whole six days, I've been so critical in the weirdest way. I'm talking, like, like I would make a celery juice, and I'd be like, I would use a little bit too much. Like, I would make us 20 ounces instead of 16 ounces, and I would be, like, so upset at myself. Like, I knew I shouldn't have, like, made that other bunch or I should have waited to, like, wash that <laughs> celery and, like, because now I made this too much. And then and then we're, like, so then we're, like, okay, let's just do 20 ounces instead of 16 because it was just working out with the amount of celery we had. And I'm, like, am I giving us too much? Am I making us have too much, like, too intensive detox symptoms? Like, I fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. about celery. I'm and like, it's, like, four ounces. I'm like, sorry, like four <laughs> ounces. And, and like, it sounds That's silly, so but like, this has actually been like a mental thing in yeah. my mind of like, fuck, why did I do that? Or if I make, like, I make too much, it's pretty much been about food. Like, because I don't know why. I mean, yeah. Like I make too I much, I make too much salad or I put on the dressing too early or like, did I put too much of this in it? Did I put too much of that? What? It's cucumber in a salad. Sorry. Like I just... I cannot believe that it is coming up in this way. Yeah. But I think sometimes it has to be shown to us like that. In ridiculous ways, yeah. For us to be like, oh my God, do I talk to myself like yeah. this? Like, do I actually talk to myself like this? Yeah. About, I'm sure I talk to myself like that about other things, but like, God forbid, fucking celery. Yeah. Like. I, I honestly, it's so weird. Like, I've, my way that insecurity shows up the biggest for me is assuming what other people are saying about me. So, like, thinking, like, oh, they think I'm this, they think I'm that, and it feels so convincing. Yeah. I'm so convincing, and I, it's not funny. I should honestly make a video about this because it's hilarious, but it's, like, are you intuitive or just fucking convincing yourself? <laughs> I'm, like, oh, my God, I can read their energy, and they're thinking I'm a slut. It's, yeah. like, or are you telling yourself you're a slut, and you're just convincing yourself and, like, spiritually bypassing it because you... Yeah 
Are calling it intuitive. Or is it just a belief and you're <laughs> or is it your living life through that filter and yeah. it's your own insecurity. And maybe I'm the one cr- attracting it because I'm the one thinking it. Yeah. But I, like, that whole Delulu thing, it's like, I am, my next chapter, I'm really going to be focused on accepting myself for exactly who I am, not being worried about other yeah. people and assuming that they're not worried about me. I'm not worried about you. You're not worried about me. I just saw my best friend from the show, actually, Darian, talking about this. Mm-hmm. She's like... I am not worried about other people. I have nothing to prove. And I'm just accepting that they're the same about me. I love you. I support you. I'm just going to assume that you're doing the same. Mm -hmm. Like what a beneficial, healthy shift to make. Like for myself, like assuming that they love me. Well, the way that I like process that for myself, exactly what you just said, I'm just going to say in different words, is like you're assuming either way. Yeah. Like you, so yeah, there's literally no harm in assuming the positive, there's so much harm in assuming the negative. And so every time I'm like, well, I can't assume the positive because like, what if it's not true? Well, why assume the negative if you don't know if it's true? I don't know why it's that just like made it click for me. I actually love that. Yeah. It's assuming either way. Right. If you're thinking that they're saying this about you and it's negative. Right. We just like take it for truth so easily. We're just like, it must be true. Like we don't even question it. It must right. be true. They must be thinking this. It's so true. But then if I'm like, no, what if they love you? No, that couldn't be it. It's right. like, you're, it's all an assumption. Yeah. This whole, literally pre- perceiving reality, it's all just. Well, and like my own under, own awareness that the girls that I hated on in the past, jealousy, for yeah. sure. And I just, my ego wasn't mature enough to accept it. Yeah. But I've been working on that lately. I'm like, anyone I'm feeling any sort of resistance to, I then sit down and I think about it. I'm like, what reason do you have? Yeah. Why besides they trigger you? And why do they trigger you? Probably because they have something that I don't. 100%. And just like really putting that mirror in front of myself. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you don't, okay. Another like kind of pop culture reference. You don't watch the canceled podcast, do you? No. With Tana Mojo and No, but okay. you told me about Tana a lot last time I saw you. Okay, yeah. I just I don't know. I love I am a fan of a lot of YouTubers. And they did this podcast with Matt Rife. You know Matt Rife. I love him. Yeah. He's hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, so Oh my god, what was I gonna say about that? Oh yeah, so he was talking about that. He said that exact thing. He's like any like hatred towards someone it's usually just jealousy or he didn't say usually he said it's always just jealousy like if it's if you hate someone you're jealous of them (laughs) and they're like do people that hate hitler are they jealous of them (laughs) and he's just like yeah (laughs) oh my god fuck and or they said like osama bin laden or something right people jealous of osama bin laden he's like yeah for sure I'm like, no. Oh my god. Absolutely That's not. That's so funny. His, literally his podcast with them was um, titled, Why Matt Reif Will Never Be Cancelled. And now he's like, most cancelled man on the planet. He's so cancelled. He's so cancelled. Is he still cancelled? Yeah. Did you see his special? No. It was really I'm, strange, but also, it came around in the final minutes. I didn't watch it, but I am not as worried about that. I'm more worried about, like, like, Brooke was dating him, essentially. And then... Who's Brooke? Tana's co-host okay. of this podcast. <laughs> so she was dating him. And then um, it didn't work out. She was, like, 
like always just an advocate for him though. It was like just super nice and would like never bash his name, like all good vibes. And then he started like saying some shit that was like not very nice on a different podcast, like not necessarily about her, but like subtweet at her kind of. Um, and then she saw on TikTok, all these people were tagging her in a video and it was this girl dating Matt Reif at the beginning of last year. And Brooke's like, I was dating him at the beginning of last year. So she messages this girl and is like, hey, like what, like what was the actual time frame that you guys were dating? Cause like I was dating him and she's like, oh shit, what's your number? And she gives it to her, gets put in a group chat with eight other women and they're all dating Matt Rife at the same time. And they're all just exchanging like screenshots. She said like Venn diagrams, like Venn diagrams, Venn diagrams like oh my calendars, like overlapping like timelines. And they were Dang. all just, like, looking at, like, sending screenshots of texts that were just, like, fucking duplicates. Fucking pretty privilege, damn it. Yeah, fucking idiot. Damn. That's why I hate him. I don't really care if he made, like, an inappropriate joke. Like, I do if he I offended mean, his, people, but... His, uh, his special is pretty... Is it that bad? He really sounds like a giant dick, but in the end, he pulls it together. I like the message. Do you want me to spoil it? You yeah, don't. I don't care. Okay, I'll spoil it. Well, sorry, everyone, if you're gonna listen to watch the special. Spoiler alert! So... <laughs> He just talks shit on a lot of people the whole time, like fat people and ugly people and like mm. all these different things. And then at the end, he brings it back to like not being canceled. So most of the time he sounds like a dick. He's not that funny. But in the end, it was really beautiful because it's like these people are being brave enough to create content, to share themselves vulnerably. Hell yeah, do it. Mm. Everyone is hating on you and canceling you and talking shit on you for being brave enough to share yourself and actually create something which I resonate with because I'm like it is fucking scary and it is hard and so it's like if you're willing to do that to have trolls in the comments just hating on what you're doing is so negative it's like they're like why are you hating on someone who's actually trying to make their dreams come true yeah like well that's sweet I guess like Matt right yeah it's the trolls it's like anti-trolls which I actually respect because we are living in such a place where it's like, I am scared of people attack me on the internet because that happens all the time. Yeah. And like, that's so messed up that I should even be afraid of people like doing that. Like, ew. People are horrible. People are horrible. It's actually people terrifying. Are, like some comments I see, I just can't even believe it's a real human being typing that. Yeah. That's actually like, one of the things I think about. I'm like, I'm scared of posting this stuff because I'm afraid of those people. And... It's taken someone, aka myself, who's like so full of love, so full of light, like nothing but a good intention for everyone and kind of made me jaded. And then now I have some like negative thoughts and negative beliefs and like some like natural defense towards people. And I'm like, oh, they probably just think this. And like, I feel like I've been programmed to not like people and to not trust people because I've been so mistreated and I've had to like bring myself back to baseline and be like, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. It's crazy out there. Okay. Well, Okay, 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 sorry. (laughs) But, like, I have to stay true to myself. I have to still be a beacon of love and light and just accept it and be compassionate towards those people and not let it ruin me and bring me to that level. Yeah. It's hard, but we're we're working on it. I think that's, yeah, it's just, like, such a big part of the journey. Like, this is the journey, like, learning how to have compassion and being able to be unattached and just all of it, every piece of it is like, I think that's why, you know, people say like business is so spiritual. It is, it is nothing but spiritual as if, yeah. I mean, not all businesses have to be spiritual, 
But if you are a personal brand, if you are your business and it's a service-based business, it's very you forward, It like it's impossible for it to not be spiritual because it is all of this deeper dive into your identity and how you show up for yourself and what you allow yourself to receive and accept. Yeah. And it's, it's just really fun, honestly. I love it. I know it is fun. I hate it and I love it and I wouldn't choose anything else. All of this conversation that was bringing me back home to the truth of it all, it's like, we are Brad Stalls. We are just angels oh, we playing Brad Stalls. It's an hour and 11 minutes Oh my right God. Now. Okay, okay, okay. No, I'm um, just <laughs> I'm literally that way though. I'm like, yeah, we do. Okay. No, Mia literally voice memoed me yesterday and it was like a minute and 12 <laughs> seconds. She's like, God damn it. <laughs> I know. I was like, dang it. I was like, I tried to rush it at the very end. Yeah, but so that's so funny. I like <laughs> actually took it serious. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, okay. <laughs> But seven more seconds. Ah, sorry, guys. Ah, so stressful. Okay, I'm just gonna let it pass. Okay. See how okay, stressful it's it now. is. And not fun when you rush it. When you rush divinity, you just can't. You can't, you can't. rush divinity. Yeah. But it's true. Like I am getting brought home to the truth of like I am a brat stall. This is my brat stall. If someone wants to hate on how I play house, do it. It's okay. You can do that. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. But I'm just that little girl with this brat doll trying to build my dream life. And the more that it comes to fruition, the more it should be celebrated. And the yeah. more that I, the more money I have, the more power I have, the more Good you impact can I can make. Like and I want to more... be a billionaire to like solve the water crisis of the planet. Yeah. Like the more power I have, the more I can do that. So just keep your head up and don't look down at the haters and mm-hmm. just keep playing brats. And just keep playing brats. Keep playing brats. I have like a million other things I could say. I know, me but too. I feel like we should just do a part two. I feel like we okay. should do a couple more of these. I'm so down. I'm so down. Yeah. Let's do it. I think let's wrap okay. this one and then. Okay. Yeah, we could talk for hours. We could. That's our issue. I'm like, do we wait 10 more minutes so it's one, two, three? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the first time I hung out with Mia, I was with her and another friend and we literally just sat there and couldn't stop talking and just showing each other music and it was the funnest night and I think oh, I stayed so until what like 7 a.m or 6 a.m yeah, 7 like really early in the morning so early in the morning that and was it's like, such a fun night yeah we could just talk forever Kate, okay, I like I want to <laughs> add something on that sorry one more thing yay one more thing but it's true it's like trippy to think about and I want to like point this out because like it's a really good time this show comes out in a few weeks it yeah. could be nothing. It could be everything. Yeah. Even that night, my sister Ruby makes music, and we were able to be at the Ella Stream show watching her sing, or, like, her song was the finale of the entire show yeah. for the whole tour. Like, that's insane. Yeah. And my show is just about to come out. I've just been getting on the social media thing. Like, you're DJing, and it's taking off. Yeah. Like, all of this is happening right now. Like, we are still normal girls, small kind, from Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. We have some followers, not much. We are, like, normal people. Mm. But literally, any moment, including the next few weeks, everything could change. Yeah. In the in one month from today, I could everything be in the pretty be much the same position. One month from today, my entire life could be different. I could be in a completely different realm of the universe. Like, this is wild. Yeah. What an interesting place to be where it's like even all of us like we're all growing but we're also still on like this first level and we're all about to go to the next one it's trippy to be in progress of that and to be in the flow of that becoming and to not be there yet 
Yeah. It's just like a really cool moment and I'd like to like acknowledge it. Totally. I love that you acknowledged it. I literally wrote my notes the other day. I was like, the key is being so fucking excited for your success before it ever mm. happens. I'm just like, it's so exciting. Yes. Like it's so exciting. Excited and grateful. That's the master key. Yeah. Can you can you tell everyone like where they can find you, what your podcast yeah. is, where they can find music, like and also if you have details about like the show premiering dates. Yeah. Totally. So you can find me in the forest. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, folks. Find the tallest glamper over here. Find the tallest tree. Go to the yeah. right ten steps. There's like a pink little. There's a pink crystal on the ground. Knock on it. Gnomes will come out and lead you to my dwelling. It will look like a hobbit house because it is. I am tiny. You can crawl under the rock and meet me there. Okay, okay. So my funny. name is Mia Phoenix. You can find me on Instagram or in the forest. My Instagram is Mia Phoenix. Um, I spell it P-H-E-O-N-I-X-X on Instagram. So let Arizona know that they got it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, so the show comes out February 8th. It's called Couple to Thruple. It's a polyamorous dating show about couples bringing in a third. So I'm a single on the show. So I'm dating couples. Okay, there were four and then a fifth couple. And we get to date them. So, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that there's a handful of couples and a handful of singles but yeah so it comes out on february 8th we will be doing a watch party in los angeles um maybe a party here in utah as well Mm -hmm. um yeah it's gonna be on peacock so check that out and my podcast is called soul star i haven't filmed one in a while but i'll be getting back into it soon um so yeah and also my music will be coming out so make sure you join my broadcast channel on instagram and you'll be receiving all the updates for my music that's coming out we make angelic trippy house and it's so fun and such a vibe yeah not to be like the coolest person ever but i've heard like most of it and it's pretty good i would say they showed me one today their new one today and it's it's fire like it's so good i can't believe I have so many cool people in my life. Sometimes I, like, can't even believe I know them. Like, I'll, like, see them on my page or, like, on my For You page or something. I'm like, I know this person. I talk to this person. Like, it's just so cool. So I feel that way, too. Yeah, I'm excited (laughs) to see what's going to happen this year. Yeah, me, too. Might be a very interesting year. Yeah, it will be. For sure. In the best way. Definitely in the best way. In the best way. Claiming it. Claim it. Affirm it. it. Claim it with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to go. I hope everyone has a beautiful week. We love you so much. Thank you for listening. And um, if you love this episode, please share it on Instagram. We would love if you shared it on your story and tagged us just so we can like chat and say hi. And yeah, love you so much. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Yay. Can't wait to repost all the shares and be friends with you all. Nice to meet you all. (laughs) I don't know. Nice to meet you. Bye. (laughs) Nice to meet you guys. Bye.